Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories. I'm your host, Jayati Vora. Thanks to those of you who have been showing up in my live five-day creative writing challenge on Facebook and on Instagram. And thank you for being brave enough to share your stories. I have loved seeing the variety in what you write. On the first day itself, we had more than 100 people join live, which was such a high. I'm still coming off of that. If you couldn't join us live in the Creative Writing Challenge, but you want to catch the replays, sign up for my email list at gumroad.com slash stories, And there's still time to join in for the last two days of the challenge. That's Thursday and Friday. And if you want to join live and post your writing as per the instructions, you will be entered to win an exciting prize that will be announced tomorrow on May 1st. So enough about that. Let's get started. Who's pumped? Today, I'm going to share with you two stories, give you some writing tips, and as per usual, leave you with a writing prompt. Now, last week, the prompt I gave you was to write a love letter to the place you live, to think about what you were grateful for and acknowledge that in your story. This is what I wrote. A love letter to the place I live. If Instagram is my new city, Facebook is my new neighborhood. Zoom, my new address. I cannot go out and explore pathways lit by the sun, so I venture onto the digital highway to consume images of trees, wide open spaces, water. I bump into fellow travelers online, deliberately, instead of keeping a wide berth like I would down the block. We like each other's posts, commence conversations, as we might with a stranger at a concert. We are closer now, you and me, than we may have ever been. That was my story, and it was inspired by my digital home these days. Despite our collective inability to meet each other in real life, we are finding ways to find community, a virtual community. Who amongst us has not logged on to Zoom calls to connect with friends or family or colleagues? right? So Deepa Sayyad was also inspired by this prompt to write a beautiful short story, and I would like to share it with you. She's an old friend who moved from Mumbai, where we met, to Canada nearly two decades ago. Here's what she wrote. That city is lost. That city where I grew up, that city of dreams is lost. It's not lost on the map, you see. It's not lost on the globe. Its grimy, sweaty masses still rush forth every day. The cars still swoosh down the queen's necklace with the same careless precision. The smells still waft up from the refuse dump, mingling with the smell of fried fish and hot tea. No, you see, all that still exists. It's just that other city, the city where I grew up. That city of dreams is lost. Now, when I visit there, it asks me my name. And it asks me the language I speak at home. And it asks me for the shape of the turret where I bow my head to an unseen god. My city is lost. I don't know about you, but that story sent chills down my spine when I read it the first time. She's talking about our shared hometown of Bombay. Even if you've never been there, Deepa draws such a striking mental picture with her description. You can feel that the words are weighed down with complicated emotions. There's nostalgia, 
There's love. There's sorrow. There's even betrayal. She does that in so many ways. She repeats the words, my city is lost. Let's count. She says that one, two, three, four times. She recounts all the ways it isn't lost. Not literally, right? So it still exists in maps and on globes. But the city of her childhood, of her memories, that city is lost. If any of you know the history of Bombay, like the recent history of Bombay, the horrific communal riots that I lived through, that we, you know, people in my generation lived through in the 90s, the bombings, the Islamophobia that has swept across India, even in cosmopolitan Mumbai over the past decade and more. Deba is absolutely right. That city of dreams is not the same anymore. And you see her description, how she sweeps you up in it. She uses all the senses. Let's listen to that again. And by the way, she uses ellipses ellipses to separate these phrases. Um, she doesn't use full sentences here. It's grimy, sweaty masses still rush forth every day. The cars still swoosh down the queen's necklace with the same careless precision. The smell still wafted up from the refuse dump, mingling with the smell of fried fish and hot tea. So there's the touch of the sweaty masses, there's the sound of the cars whooshing down Queen's Necklace. By the way, Queen's Necklace is a main artery by the sea in South Bombay. And at night, when the street lights on the curved road are lit up, they look like a necklace when they're seen from above, hence the name. So, and then there's, and then she has the smells, both of which, you know, which are both unpleasant, like the refuse dump, and mouth-watering at the same time, like the fried fish. You may never have been to Bombay, but she has managed to draw you a very vivid picture of what it feels like to be there. You'll also notice that she writes in one giant sentence, right? That's how I explained to you earlier. It was all separated by ellipses. And the descriptions themselves are strung together, like that necklace. They do not stand alone. That's a clever use of what we call stream of consciousness writing, something that usually captures someone's inner thoughts and feelings. And here Deepa uses it to great effect, and it mirrors that rush and that non-stop motion of a teeming city like Mumbai. So in addition to playing with description, she also plays with pacing. And all of that comes together to build up to a crescendo. But then instead of exploding at the end, she dials it down deliberately. She slows it down, she allows you to take a breath and consider how that city has changed, how she feels like she doesn't belong anymore. Because that city of dreams, her city, my city, that city now has a price of admission. And in this case, that, it, that price is religion, which she cannot pay. And because she has brought us on this journey with her from the city of dreams, of her memories, to this, which is the city of now disappointment, of rejection. Those are my words. She didn't say it that way. But because she has brought us on that journey with her, that last time when she says it, that city is lost, we feel it deeply, just like she does. We are mourning that loss of that city, just as she does. Thank you so much, Deepa, for allowing me to share that story of yours with our listeners. It really gave me the shivers. Um, I think she did such a great job with it. Uh, on to the writing prompt. And it's just a little bit different from the kinds of prompts I usually give you. So what's your, what's the first song that comes to your mind? Any song. It could be your favorite song, your breakup song. It could be an earworm of a song that you wish would leave your head. Any song. Just pick something. You got it? Pick something? Good. 
Okay, now I would like you to write a short story that's inspired by that song. It could come from the lyrics. Maybe you have, you know, it's the musicians or the band that gives you something. It could come from the sound of it. Anything goes. But just, it should be inspired by that song. And if you feel like sharing, and I do wish you'd share, if you feel like sharing, do email me the name of the song and your story at cuttingchaistories at gmail.com. And don't forget, I'm going live in my Facebook group, that's Cutting Chai Stories, and on my Instagram account, that's Jayati Vora, at 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, that's 9.30 p.m. India Time, on both Thursday and Friday, and I would love to see you there. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next Thursday. <laughs>